The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Accessing. State of search. Live from Europe. Welcome to the home of the latest search marketing news and views of the world. Welcome to the State of Search. Our hosts scope the entire search marketing space from Berlin to Bucharest, London to Lisbon, the Silicon Valley, and beyond. Search marketers from around the world discuss the latest headlines and issues in search engine marketing, social media, and more. WebmasterRadio.fm presents State of Search with your hosts, Boss Vandenveld and Roy Hoiskies. Hello, it's another episode, a live episode of the State of Search show. For me, it's been a while, but my good friend Roy's done one last week. Hey, Roy. Hey, Boss. How are you doing? Doing pretty good. Good talking to you again. It's been a while for us, actually, to do a live show. Uh, you did yeah. one with Yoast last week. Thank you for that. Yes, thank, it was thanks cool. Thanks, Yoast, for that, too. Yes, I, I listened back, uh, at least part of it, and uh, it was really nice. Um, you can listen back to it uh, on iTunes or on uh, State of Search or on Webmaster Radio, so uh, be sure to do that because uh, Yoast gave away some of his uh, uh, insight on uh, on WordPress, of course, uh, but also uh, on uh, um, uh, some other stuff like SES Amsterdam. Did that come across or not? Yeah, we mentioned it. Not too big, Briefly. but we, we mentioned it, yeah. Okay, which is uh, um, one of the smallest SES, uh, uh, SESs out there, uh, which is going on this Thursday in Amsterdam. What um, are you going to do there, boss? <laughs> because you mean, have a special assignment over there, right? Well, well, yeah, I, I've only got one assignment, to be honest. I'm, I'm uh, chairing the Dutch uh, Search Awards. Just gave away some... And uh, uh, that search awards is uh, um, uh, is the, 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 the awards ceremony is there on stage uh, in, during SES. So that's, that's what I'm doing there. I'm doing nothing other than that, actually. Just being there, enjoying uh, the, the fact that I don't have to either have speak you, or whatever. Have you ever spoken on SES Amsterdam before? I have, yes. I was on, uh, uh, on stage with uh, Brand Payne a few years ago. Together. Ah, yeah, yeah. That was last year, wasn't it? I, uh, yeah. That was that last year? I don't even Yeah, remember. one year, a half year ago since they shift. Uh, oh, they moved seasons. it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they moved it from March to October, so now um, um, that's why it feels like it's two years ago. Uh, anyway, so uh, um, back with the live show. Uh, just the two of us for now. If all goes well, then later on, uh, Mr. Kelvin Newman, who's a, a well-known UK speaker, you know, SEO, um, uh, and one of the State of Search bloggers also, will be joining us. Um, he's uh, making sure his lovely daughter is going to bed well, and then he'll uh, try to join us. So uh, hopefully he will see him uh, a bit later on. Um, but if not, we still have each other, right, Roy? Uh, Roy, have, we'll manage. Have, <laughs> yeah, we'll manage, of course. Have, have we got a new iPhone already? No, is, is, uh, no is there I haven't news? seen it. No, there's price droppings. Hmm. Let me see. There is one. There is some live coverage about there, but I haven't seen too much about it. I don't care that much about it. I mean, yeah, it's faster. It's definitely <laughs> a lot faster. And it's every cheap. time 
Apple announces something that's supposed to be like the the event of the of the of the year or at least twice yeah. a year. It's 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 an Apple iPhone 4s at NIC and it's got a um, eight megapixel sensor in it, so it's better. It's data can download twice as fast. I'm reading up what I see right now. Mm-hmm. And doubles the, the speed. It's 14.4 mbits down per second. That's pretty fast, actually. And, uh, well, let me see if there's anything. Better battery life. Thank God for that. <laughs> Although <laughs> you, the iPhone 4 is way better. No, but the iPhone 4 is way better than that. Uh, yeah, but you, um, to be honest... iCloud's going to be free. Okay, but, but to be honest, with every phone, you, you, you have to expect that the battery life is going to get better every time yeah. there's a new phone. Yeah, because if it isn't, your your iOS will will probably kill your phone. I mean, I find it very, very, very suspicious that every major iOS update, your your phone actually starts to get useless. I mean, my <laughs> old phone wasn't to be used anymore after the, the the iPhone four got released. I mean, it just died on me all the time. Are you saying Apple does that on purpose? I don't know, but they don't have a. I don't know if they do it on purpose, but uh, they uh, they sure as hell don't. Um, do anything to prevent that, you know? I mean, it's just pushing out the hardware, just like every other manufacturer would actually do if they had the possibility or the, the people who were willing to accept that small price to pay mm. or, or big price to pay, depending on what you think of it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't care that much about an iPhone. I mean, I got mine. And like I said, I mean, I still love my BlackBerry a lot. I wish it would, would be better in social and more software-based. Software because I, like, I mean, the phone is... is I like my, the looks of my BlackBerry. I like the use of it, but it's and I, it's, I'm pretty happy with it actually. It's just not a multimedia device. You've got one of the newer ones, I think, because my wife's got one which is just not really work workable if it comes to like, for example, tweeting or uh, oh, well, browsing well, and stuff like does that. She, does she have an, uh, a Bolt? I I'm not sure to be honest. I, I if, really, if she has a Bolt, she should. Uh, connect it to the PC and then update it to uh, the well the uh, the operating system six or whatever. So okay. like, uh, it's not hard, but it, it's it's a big improvement. Okay, it's got okay. the unified inbox. So um, well, there's there's some something called a live stream or uh, something like that, or social stream, mm. and it will have all the things of all your social networks that you install. Will be sending it to your inbox if you'd like, and if you're locked out to those, you're definitely you're, you're uh, you don't have to see it. So mine, uh, because I don't use it all the time anymore, uh, and mine only got the Twitter in there, Twitter yeah. and LinkedIn, I think. Uh, but you can connect it to Foursquare and put Facebook in there, and all the stuff that's been mentioned or pinged or whatever, it's going to be all in there. And all, I mean, it's it's yeah. quite a nice phone, you know. But it's still it's it's not like the multimedia device we we tend to use our phones like, and I mean I'm missing out a lot of apps which which are really useful on my iPhone, which are just not available on a BlackBerry. Yeah, which uh, what which which also I I've got the Samsung Galaxy, which is I think probably the best phone I've ever had. To be honest, it's it just does everything. And uh, you speaking never had of an iPhone, yeah. Sorry, you never had an iPhone. Huh? Well, well, I never. Owned an iPhone? No, I owned uh, an iPad. I owned a uh, iPod and all all sorts of stuff. So, uh, uh, yeah, I uh, I didn't own the iPhone, but I really know how the iPhone works and I know how to actually uh, uh, get it going, so to speak. Um, and I can I can I think I can compare quite objectively 
I try to at least. <laughs> just, <laughs> just like you, just like you do soccer, right? <laughs> uh, no, I'm not objective at soccer whatsoever. It's, that, that's like the worst objective person there. <laughs> reading about it again, and you play the game. I mean, the football bystander. It's, it's an awesome. It's an awesome yeah. app. Right? Yeah, I should. I should actually try that out. Um, no, but the the, the Samsung really um, and and. To, to get it a little bit closer to what we usually talk about in this show, um, it really integrates all the stuff I do using Google, using uh, uh, Twitter, all the social elements. It's completely integrated. And it's like two, three steps um, um, and everything's set up. So you, you open it up. For the first time you get it, you get it out of the box. You, 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 you launch the phone, you log in, everything's there. Connected, everything. So that... that that's perfect for me, at least. I can imagine. I mean, it's the yep. same. I mean, it's the same thing the BlackBerry has, which is a great. It's a cool feature, so I probably like it on on the on an Android as well. And actually, I, I thought of when my Android, uh, when my BlackBerry was done, or at least a subscription surpassed. I was actually thinking about getting myself myself some kind of Android because I'm actually I do most of my stuff in the cloud most of my stuff at Google and it should be well it should be working awesome then right uh, you expect it to be although I, today I was in, in in a fight again with Google because well the AdWords still doesn't seem to run well on my Google Apps account my premium Google Apps account and I think if you read Danny Sullivan who is also the same kind of user I am Paying for the stuff, and well, he's, he's, he wrote a very long side on, on Plus One about it, that he actually he felt being left alone by Google by pay, being a paid customer, and just being left out in all the cool new things. I mean, you're always late; it's never working. It's always a, a more hustle than it used to be. Ah, I, I feel the same way about it. Let's sort of say. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, well, yeah, I, I kind of agree, to be honest. But um, uh, I also. Um, Bought the Galaxy Tab this week. Uh, actually, now on two iPads more, and a Galaxy Tab. <laughs> so, more, more Samsung Signoras, right? Um, well, I, we we had uh, this discussion in the house that I was always using the iPad, which makes sense because it's mine. Uh, so <laughs> my wife then said, "I want one too." So I said, "Well, okay, if you're gonna get an iPad, then maybe I should get the Galaxy Tab, so that we'll." be able to compare stuff and um, um, have both of them running. So we now got the iPad 2 from the missus and I got the Samsung Galaxy Tab. And we can both use uh, both devices, of course. And um, it's nice. It's a good it's a good device. I like it. And the biggest issue with it so far is that the apps are there, but mostly optimized for mobile, which means that they're not really optimized for uh, the format, the 10-inch format, which the iPad, uh, the uh, the Galaxy Tab co- comes out. Um, but other than that, it's great. I'll show you Thursday, right? I'm gonna play with it. Yeah. So um, a little bit of a, of search. A lot of um, uh, stuff always happens. Um, I'm, I must be really honest that I've been been away uh, uh, to the to the UK on business. I've been uh, uh, really busy in the past few days. So if I haven't really actually had chance to read up on, on really big small big news but um, two things stand out which I hope that we're going to get um, uh, Kelvin's opinion on later on too uh, first new Google Analytics 
and then Panda 2.5 in the US, which have one, uh, for us, pretty familiar, um, well, loser, at least what, that's what Church Metrics had. Um, so which one of those do you want to get into first, Roy? Oh, I don't mind. <laughs> you don't mind. I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable talking about both of them. Okay, good. Well, let's start with Panda then. Uh, it's Panda 2.5, officially announced by Google, uh, launched in the US, so it's not a, yeah, a European uh, version which is out, uh, which means actually they're just, again, doing some cleanup uh, in the US. And um, they, uh, uh, there, there's this company, Search Metrics, which uh, does a lot of good stuff and a lot of research. And they found that, for example, uh, sites like The Next Web um, uh, got hit by this Panda update, which is quite surprising because The Next Web is one of the biggest, I think, uh, tech blocks out there at the moment. Yeah, well, what's, what's surprising about that? I mean, if you... You understand the algorithm, so you know how it works. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the the deal is that what kind of pages were hit? Do you actually know that? I mean, maybe it were tech pages. I don't know. Uh, no, and that's the, that's the funny thing that if you talk to the people from the next web, they say, "Well, mm-hmm. we don't see anything in the numbers yet," um, which also means that, of course, search metrics looks at specific keywords and yeah, they look at at keyword sets and they look at the visibility of it. Yeah, and, exactly, um, and they don't look at all the keyword sets. No, I mean it's just an indication. That's it, and they look at all the well, they look at in, in Holland they look at uh, 1.5 million keywords, which is, is is actually a lot, but it's not uh, everything, you know, and it's impossible to monitor everything. But I mean, they have a fair fair amount of, of data in there, so it says something about the visibility. And you don't have to forget; you, you still have to forget that. I mean, it doesn't say how many people clicked on that, how many actually traffic there was on that keyword at that at that specific moment. I mean, we all know that in the first uh, three minutes or ten minutes, the uh, the news article that's been it, it gets eighty percent of the traffic, something like that, and then afterwards it died, just dies down. Um, so, I don't know. It's is it is it that? I don't know. I don't think it's it's. I mean, it, it's comparable. It's it says something about how much how visible you are. I mean, that's something. It's it's talking about some kind of reach, not about clicks. You have to you put the your own clicks in your metrics besides that, and they give you the opportunity to do so as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't think the surprising part was. Um, uh, the the fact that sites get hit, or at least the the, the way you should look at the uh, at search metrics numbers w- with a grain of salt. Uh, but if a site like the next web gets hit, the essential essential essentials. But, but I mean, did you see the numbers that MySpace lost? I mean, it's not like the ninety percent of uh, well PR Newswire, which which got hit pretty bad. I think. I mean, that was like eighty percent off, something like that. Mm. Uh, it's not that uh, bad, but it, it was a fair amount of traffic that MySpace lost. It was a fair amount of traffic that TechCrunch actually lost or yeah, lost well, TechCrunch visibility. Is the yeah, visibility, exactly. It's not yeah. traffic. <laughs> Sorry, it's um, not traffic. <laughs> uh, no, but that, exactly. That, that's my point, exactly. Because those are, if you don't look at TechCrunch and NextWeb, if you look at the essentials of, of, of a Panda update, Panda update, it's that they want to get rid of bad content. Uh, low quality content. Yeah, but it, um, I mean, let, 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 let what I said. I mean, look look at a, a tag page, for instance. 
is it tag page that much quality content? If you look at the the metrics, I think the metrics are coming near all the shit content metrics. I mean, it's just an aggregated level page on your website, which could be useful if you know that you're clicking on it. But mm-hmm. maybe it should be. I don't, I don't know if it was the case in, in this, but it could be something like that, you know? What kind of traffic? That, I mean, as long as we don't have those uh, specifics, it's, it's hard to judge about what it is. I mean, like I said, tag pages, I mean... You, you, I used to generate a lot of traffic with it, but it never converted to me, or at least it didn't until I started doing smart stuff with it. I mean, just an archive. It's not too, too helpful, is it? Um, the tag pages. Um, well, no, tag pages itself aren't aren't really useful. That what what I use it for instead of searches is to collect. Uh, we've had this talk uh, yeah. <laughs> offline before. Um, uh, is to collect data from specific like for example specific events and then put them just, into one just use them as a connector i mean that, that's yes, the real exactly. that's the purpose yeah. of it i mean and it's it's easy to show people i mean these these posts are connected so if you're clicking on the tag of google okay it's really obvious that you get all the google pages that are uh, in articles and it's not even too weird to actually have that page ranking for the word google i mean look at one of the biggest dutch networks just like dutch cowboys uh, you know the software from from our search cowboys days. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's whole algorithm is based on the tags. If those tags and those tags did get some traffic in there, if those tags are going to be outed, which isn't really that bad for a user, but it's bad for your traffic and your page views and your better views. So it was actually it was just a small cheap content kind of thing, right? Mm, yeah. Well, yeah. It, it depends. Well, that, that's that's a good point because that's that's. Actually, the point I'm trying to make is that if um, if this is regarded as as low quality content, which it you could argue that it is, um, then probably a lot of sites have to look differently at how they are actually building up the sites, especially blogs. Like for example, Dutch Car. I think Dutch Car is a pretty, pretty good example of that because they do a lot of tagging to get um, traffic okay. on the tags. Yeah, it could be. I mean, and it's not a bad idea, but you have to think of, and I think um, uh, the way that Dutch Cowboys does it is actually um, it's more valuable than a lot of other things. Yeah, because uh, it's also because valuable for the user when they click on it. Yeah, on, so it, it's more. It looks more like a, a featured page with all different takes. It, it looks different. It's been designed different. It's been designed not as being just uh, ten excerpts on a row. You mean, and uh, that this is what happens on a tag page because if you don't give a little bit of attention to it, it will be the cheapest page on your website. Yep. It, and, and, and I don't know. I mean, it could be. It it shouldn't be a problem. But if the metrics say it is, and this is what the the algorithm is all about. If the metrics say it is, I mean, it's ten percent on both sides. And the, the, what people don't understand, I think, is that I mean, the, um, it's getting tighter and tighter in that area. Every time they just Take a little bit off each each of the extremes out of it. Just the 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 huge cesspool of of great content is getting smaller and smaller till the best keeps out there. I mean, when mm. will this end? If you let this thing go ahead for well forever, I mean, there will be like ten pages left, and it will be like all over page rank all over again. Figure those out. Those you want the links from, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. If, if it really goes, it doesn't go that far, of course. But um, who says who says it doesn't? If they updated it every month, because every, it's not because it's no, not just links. What they're going to be looking at in the future? 
No, metrics. That's what I said. I mean, if the metrics are... Because the metrics change all the time, right? That's the, yeah, that's but the it's also like personalization, stuff like that. So you're, you're going get, to get not just a page which SERP, which just looks the same for everybody. No, I agree, agree. But in, in the end, I mean, the whole, the, the whole pool you can pick good content from will be getting smaller each update. Yeah. Because every time they will just scrape something off of the sites, the bottom and the top, both of it will be scraped. And, it, and it, it's a logical process, but when will they stop with this? I mean, when is it good enough? Uh, is that built into the algorithm as well? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think it's ever going to be good enough for... for <laughs> I agree. And if I start thinking on it and it pops up on my screen, it's going to be eerie, but it's not going really to be good enough. I think if we're talking about pop-ups on screen, we should maybe join a bit of a fair commercials. Because I saw <laughs> some pops coming by, so maybe it's a good time yeah, to start... Running the commercials? Well, well, I haven't seen. No, it wasn't commercials. It was something our, of our guest, actually. Uh, talking about the guest, yes. Yeah, so we're, we're trying to figure yeah. out. Kelsey, he's, Kelsey not yet, there, so. he's not here yet. Um, could be yes. that he's, he's having I wasn't asking like a question, boss. I was saying no word from Kelvin yet. I wasn't saying no word from Kelvin yet. No. <laughs> And I, I was saying, nope, no word from him yet. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we're still we, waiting for we'll keep blabbering. And uh, when he arrives, or should we, should we make a break, Brasco? Or yes, please. Okay, well, okay, we'll make a break. We'll be right back after the commercials. Brasco, please run the commercials. State of Search returns to cover the world of search marketing after we thank our sponsors. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PVC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. MySEOTool.com is your all-in-one SEO management resource. MySEOTool.com makes it easy to optimize and oversee all of your SEO efforts. Line-by-line detailed reports help you identify any problems and show you how to fix them. MySEOTool.com is completely automated. Once you use it, you will see a rise in your search rankings and traffic. Try my SEO tool risk-free today. Go to myseotool.com. Myseotool.com. On the road. On the boat. Working out. Or up in the air. Now you can listen to webmasterradio.fm on the go from anywhere. Look for webmasterradio.fm on TuneIn. Available for download on your iPhone, iPad, BlackBerry, Android, Palm, Samsung, and Windows Phone. As well as Google TV, Yahoo TV, and Roku. Tune in to webmasterradio.fm on the go from anywhere by downloading TuneIn right now. Webmasterradio.fm. We really are everywhere. From the creators of We Build Pages... Experience the power of the Internet Marketing Ninja. 
an exclusively trained army of nearly 100 in-house ninjas. Mastered in the arts of social media, local marketing, content creation, SEO reporting, and yes, link building. The Internet Marketing Ninjas will release a new version of their legendary tools to the public. Visit the Internet Marketing Ninjas booth at PubCon 2011 Vegas or visit imninjas.com. The Ninjas are coming. Radio's Virtual Autobahn. WebmasterRadio.fm. Moving at the speed of light. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. You're listening to State of Search on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are your hosts. So, welcome back to State of Search on a live show on the Tuesday. Uh, me and Roy uh, talking away for the first part of the show. And um, hopefully we're going to get Kelvin on, who is online at the moment. Uh, so he'll probably be in, uh, joining us uh, pretty soon if uh, uh, Brasco can pick him up, so to speak. Um, so uh, I, we were talking about uh, Panda updates and Google uh, for a break. I have a confession to make. And that's, I, got, I got into trouble with Google this week. Twice. Into trouble with Google. Yeah, twice. <laughs> I've lost my AdSense account. They've Why? taken it away. They've taken it away from me. On? On. on I, Is there a I, search one or? No. Yeah. Well, actually, I have one. I I I do have. I think somewhere a state of search one, uh, but um, connected to the state of search team, uh, the, the Google account. But um, I I used one which is connected to my own account, and I actually don't use AdSense that much. I don't make make a lot of money on AdSense. I uh, um I, I use it on one or two sites, and I probably have used it. Um, uh, on my old personal blog, which I'm not using anymore, the .nl version of, of my name. And I just got an email this week from Google saying, okay, uh, you violated uh, the terms of agreement on AdSense, uh, so we're pulling your account and you can't get back on. That was the, that was the entire message. I was like, what? Um, oh, you're, I, you're, you're a naughty boy. <laughs> I'm a naughty boy, yeah. And... Um, uh, I'll, I'll continue talking in a, in a minute about it to keep the tension going because I understand that Kelvin uh, has joined us on the show right now. Is that I true? I should be on the line. You should be able to hear me okay, Bass. Is that all you I are. Yes, Kelvin. Fantastic, Welcome. fantastic. Welcome, Welcome on the show. Good to have you. Um, for those of you, who, for those out there who don't know you, Kelvin, uh, uh, can you please introduce yourself really shortly, uh, quickly uh, on what you do in a day-to-day like. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, my, yeah, my day job is working as creative director at a search marketing and social media agency called Site Visibility, based in Brighton. Um, and I suppose I've got a couple of claims to fame. Um, one of them is I run the the Brighton SEO um, um, event, a conference, which about five or six hundred people go along to down on the south coast. That the last one sold out in twenty five minutes. And I also run a podcast as well uh, called the Internet Marketing Podcast, which is iTunes, apparently most popular marketing podcast in the, in the UK and most English-speaking countries around the world, apart from America, where we vary from number two to number three or number four, depending on if we're having a good day or a bad day. Well, and of okay. course, I'm, I'm a state of search blogger as well, which um, you know, keeps me nice and busy, missing deadlines and um, annoying <laughs> baskets. I've, I've, I've not said what I'll do when I said I'll do it. 
<laughs> yeah, well, it's not that bad to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, you're also a well-known speaker on the on the English speakers speaker circuit. I think you you speak a lot on different yeah. conferences. Yeah, I mean, I've had a, a busy year for conferences this year. Yeah, so most recently, um, Think Visibility, um, and I've done SMX this year as well. Um, a for you in Munich, and I've got two talks that I'm very excited. Um, a for you in London coming up in a couple of weeks as well. Yes, and remind me that just after the next break, I have to sell, tell something about a for you Expo, which is uh, indeed coming up. Um, okay, so um, let's let's continue with uh, what we were talking about, and Calvin, just feel free to, to yeah, actually yeah, yeah. Uh, add on uh, all the stuff we're talking about. So I was talking about my AdSense account, which I I, I think I opened it up about I don't know when did I start doing AdSense um, uh, five six years ago. I uh, probably opened it, and um, I've I've used that to put some ads on uh, uh, on on personal small sites. I think in total I might have made 200 euros over those six years. So it's not a lot. It's really small uh, small account which I hardly any uh, hardly use. But I got this email from Google saying I violated the terms, and I really have no idea uh, what I did wrong. Um, Publishing numbers, changing code. I, I don't. I, I really don't know. I have one. <laughs> rather guess that I can hear. <laughs> yeah. No. I, I have one hunch, um, which is that uh, I think that maybe on one of the old sites, um, uh, I, I once used, but I still have to figure that out if 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 it's even still online. I, I have a couple of test sites running, and and um, which don't get any traffic or or maybe one or two visitors uh, a, a month. Or something like that. Uh, I might have had an ad saying, "Click here." Oh, yeah, that's and, not a good, that's and, not a good and, sign. <laughs> or at least <laughs> some something in that line saying, "Okay, if you click here, then then it helps me." Or uh, I don't know. I think yeah, I, that's, I, that's something they they used to be used to be very well tight about. I haven't heard in a while, but well. Yeah. Well, I, I would call it uptight, to be honest. If if you are going to punish somebody who's who's not using that, uh, who's get who gets I don't know two three visitors a month on on that, doesn't matter. Make- I mean, if but you'd think that they would have, you know, if that were a policy that unless they're hand reviewing them, that you know they would have spotted that years ago. If you say it's a website that you've not, you know, you've not added that recently, if that's the reason that you're breaking the terms of service, you've been doing that for for years. You'd think that they would have pulled it up. Years ago, if that were really the issue, you would assume, wouldn't you? Yeah, maybe something somebody just disliked Boss and reported him for it. And I well, there there is that he does rub people up the wrong way, don't you, Boss? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I, I get it's that typical a lot. Some yeah. Bus. <laughs> yeah, it's typical something for Boss to do, you know. Yeah. Do, do, do you wonder though, Boss? Because I mean, there's also the possibility that someone took, you know, your AdSense code and used that somewhere else, and that would be a bit more aggressive and breaking it in order to potentially, you know. It, we joke about rubbing someone up the wrong way, but there's always a possibility that someone might be out to try and, you know, uh, pull a bit of a, a, a stunt like that. Uh, I don't know. Could be. Um, I, I didn't think of that possibility, but now you mention it. It's, uh, um, something else also uh, happened this week, which uh, you know of, Kelvin, mm-hmm. um, is that uh, I got an email from Google also this Sunday. Um, saying that uh, there was some... Um, um, let me try if I can find the email really quickly. Some weird stuff happening in your account? Well, no, it wasn't. this wasn't AdSense related. This was state of search related, which uh, they sent me an email saying that um, I was, my site was infected. Um, awesome. And that I had some um, 
Let's see if I can. If I, I'll just grab it really quickly. Doop, doop, doop. Um, here we go. Um, they said they're site owner, and uh, some of my pages can cause users to be infected with malicious software. So I was like, "What?" And I, I, they actually got the most traffic page out there. Uh, the one with the top, the, the, the top 15 remarkable quotes from Eric Schmidt. Um, and um, th that now showed a warning saying, if you click on this, your site, you, you may get harmed. So I was like, what the, <laughs> what well, happened here? I mean, there was this big, I mean, are, are you running anything, uh, some kind of ad network? I mean, the, the, well, a lot yeah. of Dutch sites got hit by it. Yeah, and the issue was that I was trying out different kind of ad networks to see which would fit best for status search. Well, so I, that I one on Sunday was kind of shitty, then, right? <laughs> Probably. Uh, well, it's it's been there for for two weeks, I think. No, but it, uh, it doesn't matter. I mean, what, what maybe there's something to elaborate I, for the, well, the the non-Dutch customers, I think, as well. Uh, <clears> on <throat> Sunday, there were a lot of news websites hit by uh, some kind of ad network to just popped in your malicious JavaScript and start running viruses through the banners. Banners are just a pain in the ass, so you, you just get them, and a lot of sites went down. Mm, I totally well, Maybe that. one of those networks was the one you were using, and that could be one of the possibilities, right? It wasn't Sunday, I got it, because I, I immediately took that off. Um, what, I, what time was it? Uh, 8 o'clock in the evening? Something like that? Around that time? Like, it was in the evening, yes. yes. Yeah, it probably uh, was that... that that kind of thing. So, uh, I, mean, I would just check out the ad network that we were running and, and see if oh, they. Wait, no, I'm I'm wrong. It wasn't Sunday. It was Friday night. Oh, okay, well then it wasn't. Then it wasn't the case. Goodbye, story. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, no, uh, I actually um, uh, I actually uh, took off. I immediately started looking at the site. Of course, I, I warned all the bloggers, saying, "Okay, mm -hmm. this is going on. If you want, if if you know anything, help me out here." Um, so I took off that uh, ad network. Um, I uh, looked around on the site to find any any other malicious stuff. Didn't find anything, um, and uh, uh, I actually got it off. And if you checked the weekend, tools? it was gone. Yeah, I went there. Okay, I had the same uh, same notification, um, and then on. I think Sunday night I went back to the Webmaster Tools, and uh, then it's, it was all clear. It was all gone. So it was just two days, and then, or even less, maybe I don't know. And uh, have you noticed the discernible impact on traffic? Because immediately you imagine that as soon as that you know the phishing warning was there, that the the Google traffic fell off a cliff for that period of time. And have you noticed that it's kind of has it gone back to relatively normal levels? Do you think? Or yes. Is it kind yes. Of, it's, oh, that, it's, that's it's, good it, news, isn't it? it I yeah. suppose. Did you actually notice that it fell off? I mean, that <laughs> well, the difficult thing is that if you if you look at weekend numbers, they were always lower. But it was mm -hmm. indeed about I don't know a third lower than usually in the weekend. Okay, well, actually, I've I've got one of my forums which I actually killed for the same reason. Got hacked every two or three days, so I was kind of done with it. And one of my forums got hacked, and I haven't seen any drop in traffic at all. I mean. It, <laughs> very unresponsible for me but I haven't seen anything I mean there wasn't any need to change for me hmm. well I mean besides the fact that my whole server could get infected by it but I mean, do, that, do, that's do you guys different. do you guys think because Kelvin that's what, what, what when you said well um, uh, have you thought of maybe somebody taking your AdSense code mm -hmm. um, I do think I'm not sure it's not with this ad network but 
I'm not sure to be honest. I'm, I'm in doubt now, but I know for a fact that for with another ad network, uh, I have put in some some um, AdSense code to get AdSense ads when I'm not having their ads. So, do you think that my AdSense account being I don't know. I wonder if it, it could be, because if they didn't specify um, what the breach of the terms of service were, it does make you wonder whether the breach of the terms of service were that your website could be seen as having been phishing. If the, you know, if the two were kind of sort of similar time frames, I don't know. Maybe I'm just kind of jumping to conclusions there, but it does seem that like that could be a possibility, couldn't it? Because you would maybe inst- having malicious code on your site is a breach of the AdSense terms of yeah. service. I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm not, you know, I don't, I've got maybe one or two websites that run AdSense and, you know, I've never really looked at the terms of service because it's not a big part of what I do. But it does seem that that would be potentially, you know, could be connected from that point of view. Yeah. Well, I, you, I, can, um, um, I can appeal, so I'm going to do that and see what happens. Um, funny, thing, funny thing there, by the way, is that if you appeal, you have to put in your AdSense uh, publisher ID number, which is P-U-B and then a, a, a huge number. Um, if you're just a small AdSense user, you don't really have that right there. Um, so I was like, oh, what's my number? So I go to Google AdSense help and, and, and figure out, okay, where can I find my publisher number? If you go in, to the help your page, ID code. It's, yeah, but if you go to the help page, first thing it says, log into AdSense to see your identification number. I was like, I can't log into AdSense because I'm locked out. I, I can't get in there. So, and then you have to look at your code, of course, and you can find it on different places. But I, I thought that was kind of quite, quite funny, to be honest, to uh, see that you have to log into something to actually get a number, uh, but you cannot log in there. So that's what happened to me this week with Google. I had uh, two uh, encounters with the big G, and um, I'm finally getting important, I think. <laughs> Probably that's it. Because uh, I'm, I'm, I'm finally, finally they're, they're taking it, make taking attention. So. <laughs> You're on the radar now. Yeah, I'm on the radar now. Yeah, with my 200 euros a six-year AdSense account. So, <laughs> at least you trigger the first check. It's like I, I genuinely think that there must be millions of pounds that Google have made from people who have sold, you know, the money that people have made yeah, on AdSense, yeah, yeah, yeah. but never quite triggered. Um, the payback. I mean, I've got a great one from, um, there's a there's a UK service called Skim Links, which is actually quite interesting, where basically it takes all of your outbound links, checks whether they could be affiliate links, and then if they are, turns them into affiliate links for you. And I'd had that on a site that had no real traffic, but we'd got 30 quid about two or three years ago, but that wasn't enough to trigger the, the 50 quid pay, you know, the pay level. So that 30 yeah. quid had just sat there for, you know, two and a half years and they'd eventually like over the last week or so changed um their you know their their payment level down to 30 pound and we had like 30 pound and 10 pence so finally two and a half years later we'd we triggered this off but it makes you wonder like with google how many of those accounts must be those ones that are sitting below the level of which a check is triggered or a bank transfer that is triggered that is money that effectively some they owe someone else but they might never ever get to that point wherever you know i'd, I'd love to know what that figure was Oh, that's going to be huge. And that, not just Google, Amazon's the same. Mm, yes, very much so. Because if you, if, if you don't get enough money a month from ads, uh, Amazon, you don't uh, get it either. So, mm. so it's, but, that has to it, be huge. Will it actually pile up on Amazon or will it just be lost? Uh, no, they pile it up. I think they, um, uh, it, 
I, I'm not completely sure, but I think it's the same as Google that if you um, you just build it up, and once you get above, uh, like in the UK, it's now thirty quid. I think in Holland it used to be one hundred euros. Uh, if you get a, if you get above that, then you get paid. But that could take six years for some people to actually get to that number. And uh, if they then violate, then they just uh, well, yeah, they get the numbers. It's small numbers though. But if it's many, then still. Nice. So, uh, by the way, yeah. the iPhone 3GS is going to be free. Just something I just read in coverage as well. <laughs> <laughs> that other event going on as we speak. Yeah, yeah. The, the other small thing, but everybody, of course, is listening to us. There is one thing that I mean, I've not, I've not fully um, kept up to date um, with the, the updates around the iPhone. It's happening, but one thing that does seem to be quite interesting is that they're they're demoing um, this this um, voice activated functionality searching this assistant that they've got there and a couple of people already i think it's called civi that is um that's been yeah, Siri. a couple of people already um suggesting is this apple's first step towards making a search engine of some um shape or form which yes. is quite interesting because there's awesome. always been that um there's got a, there's the angle that people think that, that that's what they're gonna do because they they now google has that already on android it's like for search Spoiler, spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> Blackberry has the best voices ever. It doesn't matter, but I mean, it's on there and it's something, and I think it's pretty awesome what they can do. I think <laughs> I read something about, about something you could do in Siri. You could call family or something like that and it will start looking for your family on some Foursquare kind of way. It's pretty pretty well done, integrated, I think, but I agree. I mean, that, that's what I've been saying for a while. I mean, the, the end game for Apple as well is they could actually pull off something like a search and not the search that Google does, but a different kind of search, you know? The, well, the, the, the search that everybody's been looking for, but we don't know really know mm. how it start I, and Potentially, us. that's hugely commercially valuable, isn't it? If I'm on my phone and say... Mm-hmm. I want a tax, you know, I'd voice search, you know, taxi company. That, that, that's, you know, that's a lot more valuable than a click on, you know, a CPC basis, isn't it? It's, you know, because it's, it's, a, it's a definitive, it's the C, the proper CPA kind of ad network potentially then at that point, isn't it? Yeah, I agree. I don't know, it, it's, it's just far, far away, but still in the end, I mean... I, I could see Apple going into different kind of search or just maybe not search, but more discovery-like. Mm-hmm. Not really the on-demand kind of thing, but more on a discovery base. I mean, I think Apple is pretty, pretty okay with that. I mean, if you look at search, I mean, it'll just try to find something in the Apple Store. It's been a pain, you know. So they're not up on the search game, but more on the discovery level. I think they're pretty, pretty okay with that. Mm. The one thing that I do think, though, is that I don't think that they're particularly strong on kind of the algorithms to a certain extent because if you look at, I know like in the world of the, we do very well our podcast on iTunes because we're in like the top 10 business you know top 10 business podcasts and and the like and it and that's essentially done on new subscribers that day um, and I've never really done it but there's lots of people in the in the world of podcasting who are of the belief that it's incredibly easy to influence that you know that to yeah, spam yeah. those numbers and just kind of get lots you know Mechanical Turk being, you know, no way that they'd notice that. But, you know, even kind of basic style, getting one person to sign up, unsubscribe, sign up, unsubscribe, you can have quite a big impact, apparently, on the the, the algorithms that they use to determine what the best podcasts are. So, you know, it, they've not definitely not got that history of dealing with spam that, you know, all the other search engines have. No, but, I mean, they could buy, buy Yahoo with, yeah. you know, overnight. It's a small change, you know? isn't it? 
Yeah, like yeah, like to change from getting coffee for the company, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could buy Yahoo or whatever. I mean, it, it, it's still it's it's head on still. I mean, if you look at the IT, it's it's like the three three big players, and Apple is one of them, and it, it's just not in this field at all. And if you look at the way the the Apple the, the Apple Store works or the iTunes, I mean, it's it's that's not really search based. In my opinion, it's like a wild text search, nothing more than that. I mean, they used to have an algorithm that that if you had the, uh, uh, it's an on an ABC kind of uh, way of, of of matching items. I mean, that's why all the apps started with AA or one two. It's like what <laughs> seriously, you guys? That worked. I mean, <laughs> that's pretty painful, you know, putting a space up front of it. Got you on the number one spot of some some list. Like, ouch! That's like really old school. But I mean, if it yeah. works, there's a lot of lot of money to be made. I saw, I just saw. I think Jason Calacanos did uh, an interview with Yahoo or something like that. I saw it on the Dutch network, and I think oh, let me let me see if I can find it. Well, he did an interview, and he said, "I'm making more money off the iPad than I'm actually making off the same videos on the web." Because the web people tend to think it's free, and it's not. Uh, on the iPad, people just pay money for it. And he uh, took an example of guitar I lessons. Can, or I can like imagine that. that, yeah, because because it, it it makes more sense sometimes to pay for stuff when you're on iPad. It's like, okay, it just costs like ninety nine cents, whatever. I'll I'll just buy it. And on the web, you think, why should I buy this? Yeah, it makes sense. And I think that's why Kindle, the Kindle Fire, is going to be so powerful. Because mm-hmm. you know, I'm a normal Kindle user, and it's so easy to buy a book. And, but oh, that's the only content you have on there. But once it's going to be that easy to... horrible. Mm. I hate it. I mean, <laughs> I'm spending money like mad. I'm, I'm, I'm on Amazon right now. It's like, oh, I can buy this book. It's like, oh, it's $9 over here. And when I get my iPad, because I don't even have a Kindle, because Kindles aren't available in Holland, I, I got it on my iPad, sync it, and the book is already there. And it's actually quite good readable. You know, it's like, wow. I, I kind of like it. Hmm. We're going to go uh, to our final break and then uh, after that break we'll continue talking with uh, 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 Kelvin and uh, we'll have some more uh, interesting stuff for you also about Afria Munich and if you're listening to this live you're the first one who's going to hear it so you're going to have an advantage on what I'm going to be telling about. So Brasco, can you take us to the commercials? State of Search returns to cover the world of search marketing after we thank our sponsors. As you know, being an expert at f- <gasps> What did she say? Requires lots of practice and a great tool. Think you could use some help with f- Whoa! You're not alone. Hundreds have used our tool to take their f- performance to the next level. The language! Of course, we're talking about managing Facebook ads on Aquizio. Oh. Buy, track, manage, optimize, and report on media across all major ad networks. Visit Aquizio.com to get a demo today. Aquizio. Search, social, display, one platform. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. 
Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrands with a Z for eBrands. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Just getting your feet wet on the internet? Then dive into our stream, WebmasterRadio.fm. We're the coolest place around, WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. You're listening to State of Search on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are your hosts. Welcome back to the final part already of the uh, State of Search show. We're doing a live show again today, and we have Kelvin Newman on as our guest. Um, hello. Who, hello, Kelvin, who you can <laughs> find on at Calvin Newman. It's that easy on Twitter. And uh, he also blogs on State of Search. E-Consultancy, I think you blog also. Yep, um, yep. And he's a little bit on my company website as well, yeah. A little bit of a company, company website, and um, uh, he's the organizer of the well-known Brighton SEO, one of the uh, um, actual SEO conferences, if I might say so, uh, which is not just marketing anymore, but just like real proper SEO. Um, okay, I want to throw this in before we actually go to uh, our uh, next topic, which is uh, something about FU Expo, which is on in a few weeks, where, which is somewhere where Kelvin is also speaking. Uh, what will you be speaking about, Kelvin? I'm on two panels there. Um, the first of them I'm talking with um, Will Critchlow and Steve Pavlovich. I think that's how you pronounce Steve's surname. And we'll be talking yes. about um, kind of the psychology of marketing. So I'm talking about tricks that our minds play on ourselves, uh, marketers need to know about. And also um, I'm on a panel with Mr. Sam Crocker um, and Martin and um, Dave from Distilled um, talking about kind of competitor research. I'll be talking about backlink analysis on those ones. So, yeah, two very exciting panels with some very, very good speakers. So I'm going to have to try especially hard to try and do a good job and um, not be outshone by the excellent speakers on the panels with me. <laughs> Great. Um, so um, uh, I have to uh, spell out your name, Calvin, because uh, otherwise people will think it's C-A-L, but it's K-E-L-V-I-N, Calvin. That's the one, yeah. Yes. Um, so uh, FU Expo. Um, if you want to hear that talk from uh, Kelvin on FU Expo, which is absolutely going to be fabulous, I I know that for for a fact, uh, you can actually win a ticket again. Um, and we've done that before, you know, like win tickets on Set of Search for FU Expo. Just tweet this and uh, and do that. We're going to make it a little bit difficult, more difficult this time, uh, because we're going to do an old-fashioned FU Expo in this case SEO competition. Ah. Um, which uh, uh, is meant to get SEOs actually working for a little bit of their uh, uh, ticket. Um, but 
Before I explain the rules uh, really quickly, the ticket is not just a ticket. There are two prizes. One, a full pass ticket to AFU London Expo. Uh, the second one, which is the, actually the first prize, is a full pass to AFU London Expo. But included on that is an overnight stay at the Hilton Hotel with a deluxe Hilton burger, if you want. <laughs> yeah, okay. so it's food uh, there. And a bucket of, which is absolutely the price you want to have, a bucket of ice-cold beer or uh, champagne yes. placed in the room on arrival. I'm probably <laughs> so, excluded, right? <laughs> no, you're not excluded. Everybody's in. Oh, okay. uh, so if you want to win this, what do you have to do? You have to write a uh, page on an existing website or a new website, whatever you want. Um, that website has to have an uh, article on it or a video in included if you want, pictures included if you want, um, uh, which is at least about well, four or five hundred words. We're not counting the exact number, but uh, it must be an article which is quite substantial. Um, uh, it must include one a photo of a previous AFU event, um, and it must be on the theme, how can you make the most of AFU London as a delegate? Um, of course, it also needs to link to afuexpo.com London and state of search. We're not we're not crazy. We are an SEO blog. Um, specific anchor text you like? And the anchor text, <laughs> indeed, is very important there. Uh, needs to be, listen carefully, because uh, I'm, I'm going to only say this once, but I'm also going to put it on uh, state of search, so don't worry. Um, the term is going to be AFU Expo Bavarian Beer and Sausage on stand 50. Which, if you search for that now, there is no result for that. So it's a completely empty result. Uh, and we're just going to figure out who's going to be um, uh, number one for that within about a week's time. So it's really quickly. Um, so next Wednesday, we're going to announce the winners. Um, um, first winner is the one who, who ranks highest. Second winner is the one who is most creative. So we're going to give away two prizes. One prize is a full pass with a Hilton uh, overnight at, uh, and food and drinks, beer, and a free pass is the second uh, price. So that's it. I'm going to put it all on set of search so you can read it there uh, again. But if you are listening live, you are the first one to actually uh, um, be able to actually start working on this and, and get those links out there, um, which is kind of nice because I've, I don't know about you, uh, Kelvin, because you were one of the organizers of the conference, but I've been talking to conference owners for, or organizers for uh, past year saying that giveaway tickets for retweets just doesn't work. It's not valuable for the conference owner, organizer. It's not valuable for um, the website and you only get people who would not go anyway. Um, yeah, I mean, it depends what you're trying to get from those people. I mean, it was interesting at this Brian SEO that it was, you know, hugely popular, sold out in 26 minutes. But a lot of those tickets that had gone had been, you know, reserved by sponsors. So a lot of them thought it'd be a great, um, you know, prize to, to to give away. And the problem was that too many of them had the very same idea, which meant that there were actually, despite the fact there were, I don't know, 350, 400 people on the waiting list for this event, and they actually didn't get huge numbers of the competition entrants because, you know, it was kind of, you know, it was hard to stand out if five or six people are giving away tickets at the same point in time. Yeah. Some tried the guest posting angle, write a, write a guest post about us um, with lots of, you know, conditions which then had very few entries because it was too complicated but i do think that if someone can't be you know it depends do you want lots of entrants with a low value or do you want fewer entrances that are actually probably going to have some seo value and hopefully i imagine for these ones very few as well they yes. they will have so there'll be valuable content won't it the point is you know you're talking about rewarding the most creative one that you know that's good news because actually hopefully these articles are going to be things that are going to get read things that are going to be useful to people that are actually reading them rather than just kind of a 
um, a tweet that you know no one put any effort into and it took two seconds. Exactly, and and you just get like loads of people retweeting it, and and people who know, who know might not even be. I've had it before that I've I've done that kind of retweet stuff, and then uh, I, I somebody won, and I actually said um, they actually said I can't go. I I I just retweeted stuff. <laughs> I didn't even know what I was retweeting, so I was like, no, I'm not going to do that anymore. <laughs> So, oh, it's a uh, oh, time flies. Uh, already uh, uh, one um, uh, minute already. So, anything you really want to throw in there? Because we're one minute away. Oh, on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> what 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 are your thoughts on the new Google Analytics? What's new um, about it? <laughs> well, 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 yeah, to, you have to pay for it. That's new. No, you don't have to pay for it. It's still free. You have to pay yeah. for it if if you want to have premium services like all the big media you want to have so yeah <laughs> so, and I, think it, I think it will reassure people because some people like to spend money to prove that something's valuable it probably isn't worth the money but the cost sort of doesn't matter they, you know they have the money to spend they want to spend it Google want to take it yeah well I mean the uptime guarantee is pretty important for bigger publishers and, and well the, can imagine that being worth paying for maybe I'm hearing the tune in the background, so we have to kind of close this uh, uh, this talk. Thank you, Calvin, for joining us. And, Thank you very um, much. We hope to have you back again soon. And uh, be sure to check out Calvin and his talk on A3 Expo if you are there in a few weeks. And uh, also check out all his posts and all his great stuff online. Um, you can find all links to all that tomorrow in our uh, show notes. Uh, we'll be back next week with a new show at 8 p.m. in Europe, 7 p.m. in the UK, which is 2 p.m. on the East Coast in the US and 11 a.m. on the West Coast. Thank you again also, Roy. And thank you, Brasco. And see you. Bye-bye. Radio.fm. We're everywhere. Clear. All right, Clear. <laughs> Sorry, I gave you the Emmy Awards, uh, the Academy Awards move along music. So. <laughs> We'd like to have that. Yeah, Kelvin, normally uh, Boss and Roy like to stretch the end of the show as much as possible. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> Making it a hard time, you know? Nah, that's fine. <laughs> No, you're not the only show that does it. Everybody, it's 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 